The following teaching contains the biblical truth that has helped countless individuals receive physical healing. When Scott Peterson suffered a horrific car accident, his wife Diane would have to make a choice and stood on the truth of Andrew's teaching, You've Already Got It. So I just opened up to Psalm 91 and I read it and then I read it out loud again. Each time that I spoke that and read that Psalm out loud, I gained some strength. After a long spiritual battle of resisting death and having an out-of-body experience, Scott pulled through, and today his story is a testament of God's healing power. As partners of Andrew Womack Ministries, you are helping transform the lives of people like the Petersons through the free teachings of God's love and grace. To see Scott's full healing journey, visit awmi.net today. Welcome to a special edition of Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. Hope was rising up on the inside of me. Faith was rising up on the inside of me. It was instantaneous, the change in my body. I was healed immediately. He saw my face change. He said the light came back into my eyes and we have not turned around since. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Friday's broadcast of The Gospel Truth. This week I've been doing something uh, unusual for me, and that's playing other people's teaching, but that's because we've got this brand new product entitled Healing University, and we've been offering this all week. We've played my teaching. We've played uh, Barry Bennett. We've played Carly Terradez and uh, Greg Moore, the director of our Caris Bible College. And so we've been giving you a feel for some of these different teachers that are in this series. And today is going to be our last day to offer you this product over our television program. You can still call and get it other ways, but it'll be the last time that we promote it. And as I've said all week long, this is about 60 hours worth of teaching from seven different ministers. And we have questions and answers. This whole thing is formatted so that you can have materials that you can train and teach other people. We've got individuals and churches that are teaching this, and we believe that this is going to be the go-to place when a person needs healing and they believe that God has provided it, they just don't know how to get it. I believe that this is going to help you. And today, we are going to be playing Pastor Dwayne Sheriff. He's one of the seven instructors that teaches in here. Dwayne just saw uh, his grandson, uh, raised up from the dead and lived despite all of the negative things that were spoken over him. And Dwayne himself has recently seen the supernatural healing power of God in his life. I tell you, I love Dwayne. He's one of the most awesome ministers around. And so listen to him. And then at the end of the program, I'll come back and share with you how you can receive this product. Remember that today is our last day to promote this over our program. So please call or write today. Hey everybody, welcome to Healing University. I'm Pastor Dwayne Sheriff and I'm excited about sharing today. I believe this is going to be a blessing for you. I'm sharing on the subject of how that we need to stand, how that we need to learn to keep standing when we're trusting God for something, or you could say it this way, don't quit. And it's the continuation of our in-depth study on God's will and provisions in regards to receiving, walking in, or ministering healing. I believe what I have to share with you will not only encourage you in your personal walk and revelation of God's will to heal, but it'll also help equip you to minister to other people as they're seeking God in regards to their healing. 
One of the things that the Apostle Paul encouraged a young pastor, Pastor Timothy, in 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 12, he said that, Timothy, you need to fight the good fight of faith. You need to lay hold onto eternal life. And he talked about how that this was a profession he had made and a call that he had been called to. Man, there are fights, there are battles in Christianity. And when we are standing, believing God for something, many times there's this warfare, there's this fight. A lot of people think that if they could just increase in their faith, they would have less fights. But that is simply not true. As you grow in your faith, as you learn of the things of God, many times there's a battle. And by faith, you have to fight the good fight of faith. It's a good fight because we win. Because God has declared us before we go even into a fight that we already are the, are the winners. We are not fighting from a position of defeat or a victim. We're fighting from a position of a, of a victor. We're fighting from the position in Jesus as an overcomer. Man, if you could ever understand that, then you can understand how we fight this fight of faith against sickness or disease in our bodies or our families or our churches. We do not fight against sickness from a position of defeat. We fight from a position of being blessed, of being healed. I am not the sick that is fighting now to get God to heal me. I am the healed. I am healed by the stripes of Jesus, and I'm fighting against the devil that's trying to steal my health. So let's talk about not quitting. Let's talk about how to stand because it's a fight in this life to, to believe God when your eyes are telling you one thing. It's a fight many times to trust God when you're feeling something different or people are telling you something different. It's a fight to walk by faith and not by sight. And so we have to learn to stand. And a lot of people are either battle weary as they fight by faith against sin or they're battle weary as they fight against sickness that's trying to, again, rob them of a blessing and provision of God. And so they just get battle weary. And so I'll just, I just want to encourage you on how to stand, how not to quit when you're fighting the good fight of faith. Jesus spoke of mountains in our lives and how by faith, a part of this good fight of faith is speaking to our mountains, speaking to a problem. He said, Mark eleven twenty three 23, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He'll have whatsoever he saith. Therefore, I say unto you, whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe you receive them and you shall have them. Notice that we believe we receive our answer to our prayer when we pray, not when we see it. We have to pray and believe we receive it when we pray and then say what we pray and we shall have. It will manifest. It will come to pass. God does answer prayers and God does work mightily in our lives by this thing called grace through our simple faith. But many times between the shore of I believe I receive to the shore of I believe I now have and see is a gap and there's time. And how do you stand? How do you fight? How do you overcome? So I want to share out of Ephesians. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 6. And I want to share on how Paul encouraged us on how to 
fight a good fight in this chapter. He encouraged us. He gave us some principles and keys on how to keep standing, on how to not quit. When it appears nothing's happening after you've prayed and you've trusted God and you're believing God. Well, Ephesians chapter 6 may be familiar to people, but I want to encourage you to open your heart and listen to what I'm sharing and to allow the Holy Spirit to increase this in your life as you walk with God. So Ephesians chapter 6, it's how you fight the good fight. Paul said in verse 10, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Let's stop right there for a minute. Notice that we have to be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Many people start off in grace and faith and they're encouraged and they're believing for a miracle or a healing in their, in their body or their life. And they don't realize over a little bit of time, you have to be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Our strength to endure comes from the Lord, our power that enables us to go from the shore of I believe I receive, Mark eleven twenty four 24, to the shore of I shall have. It is strength in the Lord, God's ability, not my ability. I can't look unto me, the author and confuser of my faith. <laughs> I need to learn to look unto Jesus in the fight the author and finisher of my faith. Well, that's pretty powerful. Jesus is the one living in me. Jesus is the one encouraging me, empowering me to even pray, to see things change, to see miracles and healings and again, signs and wonders. And it's in the Lord that I'm strong and the power of His might, not my power, not my might. He goes on to say, in verse 11, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. In other words, this armor, God's armor in our lives is what enables us, empowers us to stand against the wiles of the devil. There's real demonic opposition to God's will for your life. There's, there's real warfare. And again, a battle that the enemy has this strategy to wear you down, wear you out, where you give up on God, give up on your faith, give up on the will of God in your life. And so he's encouraging us again, we need the armor of God. The armor of God is what enables us to stand against the wiles of the devil. And then he talks about all this demonic activity that is arrayed against the Christian. He says, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. That's people. Our battle's not with people, but against principalities, powers, rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore. And then he begins to describe the armor of God. We'll come back to that. But four times, three times specifically, he said to stand. And here's how you're going to be enabled to stand. Three times, stand. One time he said, withstand. When we trust God, it doesn't mean things are going to necessarily go smooth sailing or easy. Many times when you're believing God, the enemy will attack your faith and there will be this battle in your mind 
that you've got to be equipped to fight that battle or you'll get discouraged fast. You can get deceived. The devil within these principalities and powers can, can lie to us, assault our minds as we're trusting God. And so you have to understand when you believe God, many times that's when the warfare begins. And it, it can be intense. So it is God's armor that enables us. It's God's armor and willfully choosing. And this is interesting. He said, we have to, as Christians, willfully choose to put this armor on. And if we do, it will enable us. And then he gives us six different pieces of armor that he was using as an illustration of a Roman soldier. And I have gone over these things in my personal walk with the Lord and had to, had to develop them in my life, had battles in the past that something's going on, I don't understand it, but I'm going to make sure I put on these six pieces of armor. And as in prayer, I put them on, God can bring things to light that would help and shorten the time many times between the shore of I believe I receive, Mark eleven twenty four, and I shall have. We'll start in verse 14. Stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. That is so cool. When you learn the shield of faith, when you learn to fight the good fight of faith, it will, faith will quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all supplication in the spirit and then other instructions about watching, watching out for one another in the, in the kingdom of God. The bottom line is he talks about we have to make a choice in any battle and, and in any warfare make a choice that in that battle, I'm going to put on God's armor. God's armor isn't something that we take lightly. It's, it's not something that we just assume we have working in our life every day of our life. No, when there's a battle, you have to be mindful of these six things because he's talking about these six things, not in theory or theology. He's talking about six things that make up the armor that empowers you and enables you to fight this good fight. And you have to be proactive in putting that armor on in that fight. And so you need to be familiar with these six things. You need to realize that the purpose of these is also to cause your prayers to be effectual. Right after in verse 18, right after he gave you six things, be mindful of these six things in all of your battles. And right after that, he says, praying in the spirit and all kinds and supplication and types of prayer. And so we're praying as we address these six things. We're praying, we're fellowshipping with God in the midst of these six things that are empowering us to not quit and to stand. Now, there are so many things again that, that need to be said that can help you, but let me sum all this up. With God's love for you and methods 
that He has made available for you to be healed. And these methods that He's made available for you and I to be healed are also methods that we can be used by God to take healing to the world. Let me just highlight these because these things testify of God's will to heal you and God's will to use you to heal others. Number one, number one way God heals is through the laying on of hands. That's how much God loves you. That might, that might be your faith connect. That might be where you're at in your faith and you need to have somebody lay hands on you. Mark chapter 16 verifies these different signs that follow believers. And one of the signs in Mark chapter 16 that follows believers is the laying on of hands. Maybe you need someone to lay hands on you. If that's where your faith is, find somebody of faith that can be in faith that will lay hands on you by faith, by faith. And so that's one of the ways the power of God is released into our lives and through our lives. And there are so many scriptures that verify this. Number two, number two is anointing of oil. Anointing of oil. James 5, 14 says, is there any sick among us? Talking about Christians, even church culture, is there any sick among you? Let them call for the elders. In the name of the Lord, let them anoint them with oil. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he's committed any sin, they'll be forgiven him. So that is one of the ways God heals us is through the anointing of oil. My first healing that I ever received when I had first come back to Jesus, and I'd had this open vision of the cross, and I was on fire for God, but I didn't understand healing or God's will to heal me, and I was playing tennis in my senior year or junior year of college at the University of Central Florida. And I was, I was going to all of these tournaments trying to prepare to become a professional tennis player. And I played tennis every day. I, I played tournaments nearly every weekend. And anyway, I had pulled my groin muscle and I'd done it in the past. So I knew it took two weeks of staying off of it to get it healed. And I was staying in these believers' homes at the time or home and, and the lady of the house asked me what was wrong because I was depressed and discouraged because I had a tennis tournament the next weekend and I knew I wouldn't be able to play and I needed to play in that tournament. And uh, I said, I pulled my groin at practice. And she just grinned and said, well, the Lord will heal it. <laughs> I said, he will. And she was just goofy confident. I'll never forget it the rest of my life. She was, she was just a, a, a cool person, but kind of giddy about everything. And she said, of course God will heal you. I said, really? And, and, and she said, you want to be healed? I said, well, yeah, how do, how do I do it? And she said, well, I can anoint you with oil in the name of the Lord and pray the prayer of faith and the Lord will heal your groin. And I said, he will? And she said, absolutely. Didn't even hesitate. Didn't ask me if there was any sin in my life. Didn't ask me how I was living. Didn't ask me any questions uh, that, I, that would qualify God to heal me. She just knew, is there any sick among you? Let him call. And so I asked her and she anointed me with, the Lord, with oil and the Lord healed me instantly of a groin injury. And that flat lit my fire. And I not only received, I have anointed hundreds, maybe thousands of people with oil over the years and watched the power of God through oil and the prayer of faith raise them up. That leads me to number three, the prayer of faith. The prayer of faith. We have to learn to pray the prayer of faith, not the prayer of doubt and unbelief, not the prayer of whining and murmuring and complaining, not the prayer of, of, of just mourning about something that's wrong with somebody. We have to learn to pray the prayer of faith. And when we pray the prayer of faith, James chapter four, James chapter five again, excuse me, verse 14 through 15, the Lord will raise them up. 
All right, the fourth way or means that God can heal us and wills to heal us and meet us where we are is the prayer of agreement. Right now, you need to find faith-filled believers in your life. You need to surround yourself. If you have a disease, you don't need to be hanging out with any people full of doubt and unbelief and making excuses for why God doesn't heal people. You need to find somebody that's filled with the Word of God and that knows how to stand with you, not against you. Knows how to speak words for you, not words against you. Know how to agree with you and God, not agree with the devil and the things of the devil. Matthew 18, verses 18 through 20, talk about the power of agreement where two or three are gathered together in the name of the Lord. He's in the midst of them and that whatever we ask, we can have again because of being in agreement and God working in that situation. So get around people full of faith, not full of doubt and unbelief. Find a church that believes in healing that'll fight with you, not against you for your healing. And so we've got We've got the laying on of hands. We've got the anointing of oil. We've got the prayer of faith. We've got the prayer, prayer of, a, of agreement. And the, and the last one that's slipping me, let me look at my notes here real quick. The last one that God wills, well, it was the prayer of agreement. Did I cover five things there? Praise the Lord. Number one, laying on of hands. Number two, anointing with oil. Oh, I missed the gifts of the Holy Spirit. I miss the gifts of the Holy Spirit. This is why we need to be around Spirit-filled people. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, it talks about all these gifts and gifts of healings and working of miracles. And so I want to encourage you to get around Spirit-filled people. I'm not talking about goofy people. I'm talking about people who love Jesus that are filled with the Holy Spirit that operate in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Get in places where the gifts are manifesting and things of that nature. I have been healed personally through some of those five different things. And there are others, but those are five primary things. And God has used me in all five of those things to be a minister, a vessel, a vehicle that he could flow through to bring healing to hurting people. Man, I pray this has been a blessing to you. I've poured my heart out and I just pray you've received. Father, I thank you for your goodness in our lives. I thank you that your will is forever settled in heaven and earth, that you will to heal us. You will to save everybody. You will to heal everybody. And I pray that your will would be done, that your kingdom would come. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. I love you guys. God bless you. Man, isn't Pastor Dwayne awesome? I tell you, I love this man. Uh, it's amazing how similar we are in the way that God has dealt in our lives. And I believe it's because both, stop, both of us have seen our identity in Christ. That's kind of the foundation. And so Dwayne is just one of the seven instructors. This material, again, is 60 hours worth of teaching. Today is our last day to promote this over our television program. So please listen to our announcer as he gives you the information. Please call or write today and get this for yourself and also so that you can be a channel of God's healing to other people. In the history of Andrew Womack Ministries, this is the most comprehensive product we've ever presented. Healing University will graduate you from where you are to a level of understanding and empowerment that you've never known. It's a collection of healing secrets compiled in over 60 hours of video. These are sessions taught by Andrew Womack and six other Karis Bible College instructors 
who've not only experienced healing for themselves, but have been instrumental in training countless others to receive their own healing. Healing University is broken down into three consecutive sections. Section one focuses on what the Bible says regarding healing and why believers should expect healing for themselves and for others. Section two emphasizes how to receive healing and section three concentrates on real life application when ministering healing to others. Healing University delivers the power of the gospel in 48 lessons and six question and answer sessions. Every lesson includes a video, audio file, chapter lesson and printable PDF. Each lesson builds on the last lesson, forming a solid foundation from which to receive healing and minister healing to others. Through the online platform, you have lifetime access to all the videos and digital workbooks on your computer or smart device. You can print out each lesson through the online platform as many times as you'd like. Healing University is the perfect curriculum for home groups and Bible studies. Order this life-changing Healing University for you or for someone you love for a gift of $499 by visiting our website at awmi.net. There was so much pain in my body and it came out of nowhere. I started with a lot of lower back pain, I started with pain in my legs, pain in my hands, and then it felt like I had the flu 24-7. They said I had lupus, they said I had fibromyalgia. Fibromyalgia just doesn't come on you. It comes from a lot of years of a lot of emotional abuse on yourself. My day planner was filled with doctor appointments. $300,000 on alternative doctors, holistic doctors. They just kept saying, we don't know what to do. Here, take this pill. Here, take this. This went on for three years. Meanwhile, I was going to every healing line that I could. I would say, God, why am I not getting healed? What is wrong? Why are you not healing me? Why? What I do? What do I need to do? Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on... So I was home a lot, and I would leave the TV on and it would constantly play every ministry possible. Well, this man came on, and I don't know what the teaching was, but there was something about it, though, that was really, like, just caught me. There was a two-week period where I was like, that's it. I am not moving out of this house. I'm canceling everything, and I'm just gonna listen. I started walking through my hallways, and I'm telling you, if my dogs could talk what they witnessed, I walked through those hallways going, in the name of Jesus, stop being numb. Numbness, you are dead. You get out of my body now. In the name of Jesus, get out of my body. Pain, back pain, get out of my body. Whatever it was, headache, you know, brain. You are a perfect brain. God gave me a perfect brain. You need to function the way you were made. I don't care what's been spoken over me, what anybody told me, what anybody said I had. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke all of that. And body, you come back to life now. And I just kept doing that over and over. And I'd walk through my house. It wasn't just the healing on the outside. It was teaching me about who I was in Christ. And that was the missing link. For a complete report on this story, go to awmi.net. Invest yourself in Andrew Womack Ministries today.
before you were even formed in your mother's womb, God already had determined a purpose for your life, a God-given purpose. God has a purpose to train you in what you're called to do, and I tell you, Karis Bible College is the place for that. Man, if you want a life change, come to Karis. Come on to Karis! The next two to three years could be the most powerful time of your life. If you sit under the Word for four hours a day, for five days a week, for two or three years, I guarantee you, you are going to have God speak to you and start revealing purpose to you. Every one of you are created for a purpose. Do you know what that purpose is?